Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. And this is actually the, the, the episode where we talk about the, the Patreon vote winner. Every month on Patreon, we have four options to go up into a vote. Usually it's themed in some way, and in this particular case it was themed uh, with space movies, because there's a little film this month, so something to do with uh, space monks and... Uh, little light swords or something, something, something like that. So we had, we had space movies up for our patrons to vote on, and the winner was Galaxy Quest, which is of course a film that kind of takes the idea of what if the cast of Star Trek got taken by a nice kind of a nice race of aliens to help them defend themselves against an evil race of aliens. That is the premise. So, uh, very, very, uh, you know, obviously it's like a bit of a parody. It, uh, it's kind of a love letter to the genre. Uh, and uh, that's kind of kind of what it is. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to start off spoiler free. We're going to spoilers somewhere in the middle. Uh, we'll give you a warning before we do. Uh, but that's what we're going to do. So yeah, so we're going to talk about Galus Quest. So Galus Quest, yeah, as I kind of implied there, the plot is fairly fairly simple. You had this show called Galus Quest, which was on in the early eighties, and we cut to present day, and we have uh, Tim Allen as the sort of commander. We've got a very notable cast. We've got Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, uh, Sam Rockwell's in there, uh, Enrico uh, Colantoni is in there. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that's uh, Veronica Marzi's dad. Uh, he's like the, the, the main alien uh, who like, comes to recruit them. But they're at a like, convention, they're, you know, uh, Tim Allen kind of loves the spotlight, whereas the rest are kind of disgruntled. Alan Rickman's like a proper actor, he's a serious thespian who's upset that he's Still it's, put on this it, makeup. It, it's funny how for most of them you can go. I know which Star Trek a- a character, you know, like actor they are. Mm. It's it's really most of them are really clear. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously Tim Allen's Kirk. He's he's shot there. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Alan Rickman. I would say is Patrick Stewart. Okay. Yeah. I can it, see it, that. In in the way that yeah. he he's a proper actor and kind of resents being kind of being famous for the the, the the sci-fi role yeah i see actually that better though if you, uh, is... he's not anymore but he did right. used to be relatively okay. bitter about it yeah all right okay i can i can see it uh so you you got you got you got all your sort of uh your, your characters there and basically uh this alien race like contacts them specifically tim allen thinking that galaxy quest is a historical record it's not you know it's not fake it's a real thing and they want to help him to help with negotiating with this evil evil character this uh, green lobster looking not lobster lizard lizard yeah looking thing uh <laughs> this evil bad guy and they're like yeah you like you you need you know you know, Saris here, that's the villain's name. You negotiate with him, and he, th- he thinks it's a job. He thinks he's been taken in a in a limo to this, like, set. He's like, oh, this is quite a good set. Usually you, you like, college students or whoever, whoever usually pays me for these things. Oh, it's usually cardboard in a garage or whatever. But no, this is, like, this is quite, quite good. And he just kind of, like, he's kind of hung over. He's like, oh, just, like, yeah, fire these things, fire that. Give them all the barrels. Do all that. I think it's still thinking it's fake until they beam him back down to Earth and he realises, oh, crap. I was flying through space there, <laughs> and it's all real. And he tries to tell his castmates, who are all pissed at him for showing up late to another thing, and they, he's like, oh, it's another job, they want me back. All of you should come. So they all come, including Sam Rockwell's character, who actually was just an extra on one he episode. He was a red shirt. He was a red shirt, yeah. We had a red shirt. And they all get beamed into space and into the spaceship, and they're all freaking out. And then the plot of the movie really gets going, which is they then have to try and help them fight against Saris and his army, 
and save their race because they're they're going to be annihilated uh, off the face of the galaxy. And it you know plays through various Star Trek tropes. It plays through various kind of moments from sci-fi shows uh, and pokes fun at different ideas. Uh, some of which are very meta, some of which aren't, uh, and that's kind of the, the, the whole thing. The, the thing I'd say you, you're overlooking is, yeah, it pokes a lot of you know the the Star Trek tropes and things like that, mm. but it also has a, a, a critique on fandom itself. It does, but I think the ultimate point of movie is not critical of fandom. It's not critical, but it, okay, more of an observation. Because I actually think the overall mean, uh, message of the movie is like is actually embracing what you love. Because th- th- that's the whole idea. Because yeah. obviously you've, you've got these aliens who think it's all real, and then eventually they have to learn that it's not. But ultimately, the, I mean, you know, no spoilers yet. But I don't think this is a spoiler to say that in the end, you know, they save the day. You know, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not. It's a light-hearted movie. This isn't. This is not. Oh, everyone dies at the end. It's not that type of movie. Uh, but ultimately, they kind of believe it again at the end. It's like, ah, you were just joking about it all being fake because you know it all worked out. And I, I think it's it's maybe like a kind of a almost a love letter to like just embracing your imagination and yeah. running wild well, with it. When I say it's critical of fandom, I don't mean that it's saying oh, fandom is a bad thing. Mm. I just mean it looks at the aspects of fandom and and how that okay, sure, plays yeah. in. Uh, I, I think it's a much more endearing message, though. The way you said it, it, is, I, yeah. it said it. Critique, I don't think, is inherently negative. No, you said critical fandom. Did I? I think you did. That's what I heard anyway. Anyway, uh, I, th- uh, I thought I said critique. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm just wrong. But, but the, the point I'm making though is, it's very much about because uh, because I can almost see these aliens standing in for young people who watch the yeah. show or watch you know anything, watch Power Rangers, watch Turtles, whatever. Take your pick, and. How like that? This lets them escape, and it lets them like go nuts with their imagination. Like even yeah, sure, the stories might might not be real, but it, it inspires them to maybe be better people because they learn about a lot of things from these shows. They yeah. they learn because uh, that's the thing is that the alien race even says, yeah, we, we we learn to like support one another and like camaraderie and like you know being brave. These were all yeah, concepts that, that we learned from you. Was a mess until yeah. they kind of looked at this as as a as a basis. Exactly. Uh, so there's a, a lot of nice messages where. Yeah, this may all be silly at essence, but it actually inspires a lot of good things if you, if you take it the, the right way. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's why I, I I think as much as this is making fun of a lot of tropes and all the rest of it, I think it's actually more of a love letter than oh, other it things. Is, yeah. It's kind of like how Shaun of the Dead is to zombie zombie. This, this is not a scary movie. This is not uh, you know, a spoof. Yeah, I don't I don't like the word spoof with this. It's a parody, but it's not a spoof. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. At least in my definition of a spoof. Uh, if someone wants to actually hit me with the dictionary of what spoof actually means, it may actually fall into that category, but I don't care. I know for why the purpose I, of this discussion, yeah, it's not one. It's not a spoof. A spoof to me is scary movie and uh, epic movie and disaster movie and all those other movies. Uh, and, that have anything the word that movie. ends with movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's oh, what those God, are. I hate all of those. Superhero uh, movie. That one was shite. I never, I, I'm happy to say that I never saw that. Or most of the ones we've just mentioned. I, I saw a few of the scary movies and I saw maybe. Not another teen movie? I saw that. No, I didn't see that one. Uh, that's actually really weird because Chris Evans is in that. You know, before he went on to do any, any yeah. of the big stuff that he did, which is weird. But how, how bad's that one? Uh, it's been too long since I've seen it to really actually be <laughs> that critical on it. But the, I, I don't remember it being anything any good. As expected, then. Yeah, you know, like, I can't be specific about it, uh, yeah. but. Um, 
so yeah, so, so you get this love letter. Kind of like, like I said, Shaun of the Dead is to zombie movies and horror movies. This is a love letter to these types of sci-fi shows. Even though it is kind of... Uh, you know, and it's got this nice thing where the characters themselves also kind of become better people because of the show. It's almost like they've been looking at it the wrong way through this, this lens their entire life. And then actually living through it, they go, oh no, wait a minute! Like we 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 achieve, yeah, we were achieving something. We get why people love this now, yeah. uh, whereas before maybe the magic was gone. Yeah, so, before it was a job. Yeah, uh, so no, so it's just doing all that stuff. Uh, so I mean, it's probably obvious, but Cora, did, do you enjoy Galaxy Quest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, d- 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 <laughs> kind of a stupid question, isn't it? That's a bit of a stupid question. Uh, Galaxy Quest is great. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny because it's a movie that. I remember seeing it around when it came out, but I was really young, and I think I liked it at the time, but I didn't really necessarily get what it was doing. I just yeah, liked it because it was funny. But now you're old and you've seen these sorts of shows, you get what it's doing. Yeah, when I went back and watched it again when I was like 18, 19, you know, later on, because this came out in 1999, so I was like 10 when it first came out. But when I went back later on when I was a bit older, uh, it was like discovering this gem of like, oh, this is actually really good. Like, this is yeah. doing a lot of really smart little things. Uh, this is great. Uh, and it's full of, we'll talk about these more in spoilers because I don't want to spoil any of the jokes specifically, but there's a lot of like poking fun at very specific things that would happen on a TV show. There is. <laughs> lots lots of things. And, and very poking fun of the, the, the actors as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, like very specifically going on. Oh, no. This is something X actor would have said. And, you know, and we know through reputation of again something that you wouldn't get when you're younger and don't really know about these things but you know as you get older you hear these behind the scenes stories and you're kind of like okay i get it yeah it's um because even just the the running lane for alan rickman's character is that he's got a catchphrase that he hates saying he hates that everyone wants him to say this one catchphrase and he's determined never to say it so there's the inevitable moment later on when he does finally say it without it being forced or without it being something he's been forced to, you know, to, yeah. to say it ironically or whatever. Like, he genuinely just says it in the moment. And it's like this big fist-pumping hell yeah kind of thing because it's like, yes, he's come yeah, full finally. circle. Yeah. Um, but the start of the movie, like, he, he's, he's great. Like, his cynicism, his... Uh, he's probably my favourite character in the movie, actually, the way he just kind of hates everything. He hates everything about himself. So relatable. Yeah, he's great. I mean, Alec Ribbon's great, of course. Like, he's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, he's good. Everyone's good. Like, Sigourney Weaver's good. She, she's the uh, the ditzy blonde whose job is to read what what it's. She, she, she's basically uh, Troy Ahura. from. Oh, she's not Ahura. Do you not think? No, because I mean, we've we've not got to next gen yet. Because for those who don't know, we're working our way through the the, yeah. the original Star Trek show, and we're going to go into next gen afterwards. But I have seen a little bit of uh, next gen, and I've seen the movies from next gen. Troy's whole thing is that she was an empath. So basically, what would happen is, is the bad guy would yell at Picard, and then she would lean over and go, "I sense he's very angry, Captain." Okay. No, so no, no. I, I was getting hurt from this. Okay, yeah, I, I feel that way. The way about like you know, as the the actress though, of like, okay, no, this is all I ever did. You know, she stood at the computer and read what the computer said. Oh sure, yeah, I can see that. That, that, I, that still works. I, I was getting more Troy, but I can see why you'd why yeah, you'd go yeah. that way. Uh, I think it's specifically because you hear like. In, in the sense that, we, we, at least with Ahura, you never heard what the computer said, so you just hear her say it. Whereas That's true. with with Troy from Next Generation, you always knew exactly what the person was feeling anyway. You got it. And then she would yeah, say, yeah, he's yeah, very okay. angry, Captain. I was like, oh, no shit. Th- thanks for the insight. Um, okay, I'm with you. Uh, but yeah, I can see. But, but I think, obviously, uh, you know, Sam Rockwell's great. It's a very early Sam Rockwell role, actually, because he's, he's young is, here. Yeah. yeah. 
1999. Um, do, do, do you know who else I noticed who was in it that was also you know really young? Rin Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I, I did a daughter. I was like, oh, Ray I was like, no, I was like, it is him. Yeah, he's one of the aliens. He's, he's, a, he's yeah. a little bit slimmer. It's funny how he's actually on Star Trek now. It is. It he's is. A, yeah. it's like we've come full circle. He's actually on a Star Trek show. Yeah, uh, yeah a young Justin Long. He's like this yeah. nerdy kid who's into the show and wants to talk about schematics and the way the yeah. ship works with uh, with with Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, everyone's kind of perfect. It's actually a really perfectly cast movie. It is very perfectly cast. Uh, across the board, um, and you know, it's, it's a very nice looking movie. Actually, the, the effects are pretty good. Yeah, definitely. It's it's rare that anything sticks out as, especially for the time. It's rare that anything sticks out as looking bad. Yeah, there's I mean, the stuff that I know is CG, but it never stuck out as being. You know, there's a rock monster at one point. I'm like, yeah, that's obviously CG, but it never felt like oh or e. I think, like I said, when this came out, you know, I look at CG from you know that time now, and a lot of it, I'm like, ooh, yeah. But it's just like okay, it's CG, but it's not it's not bad. It's held up well enough visually, I think. Yeah. So you know, it's a good thing. Uh, I love that the TV show in the movie has a theme tune, and then that like it gets used in the score in a number of different ways as it as it yeah, as it yeah. goes nice through. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very tightly scripted movie. I think it's, you know, it's very like here's the limited convention, here's how, how all the characters are. You know, just by seeing all the other characters argue about Tim Allen, you, you get who he is to them. But it also brings out how how each of these people are. Like mm. you see, kind of exactly who they are and how they're all frustrated with the thing, uh, and how uh, Tommy, the, the the you know the the, the you know he's uh, pilot pilot who's uh, I'm forgetting his name from Next Gen, who he basically is. Yeah, but the, with the eye thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say LaForge. I might be completely wrong there. But as, as anyway, but he he was a kid in the show, but now he's an adult. So he, like yeah. he he's got this whole thing. Um, so so no, very well cast. It's a very tight script. I, I think it it neatly interweaves all of its jokes to its core plot. It's it's kind of that perfect kind of uh, comedy for me, where kind of like Ghostbusters. It's it's actually got a plot. Like it's not just a vehicle for jokes. Okay, he, you're not a fan of those. I can be. But I think a lot of my favourites tend to be ones that actually have plots with heart. Because I think this movie has heart. It has like actual... It does, yeah. has like a nice kind of message. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I love the idea that, that uh, Sam Rockwell constantly thinks he's going to die because that's what he did in the episode. He thinks because he's the disposable crewman, crewman number yeah. six that he's probably going to die. He, he, he's, he, he says it himself. He's the, he's the guy that died before the commercial, the first commercial breaks to prove how you know big the stakes are. Yeah, that, that's who he is. So... Again, them playing with that, really, especially when other characters start to reference it. I think, I think at one point Sigourney Weaver shouts out, let's do something before Guy dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, There's actually a really nice touch with it later on as well, yeah. that, well I'll get to. Yeah, so no, it's uh, very tightly scripted, like I say. It's, it weaves in and out of its own plot, um, and it does have a heart. Like I, I think later on when... Uh, Tim Allen has to kind of confess that the show is not real to the aliens. It's actually kind of a heartbreaking scene. Yeah, because it's he's kind of been hanging on to it. That's kind of the, been yeah. the thing with the conventions is all the others are like, yeah, okay, this is a job. But he's kind of getting into it. He, he's again, Pavity loved the attention, but he does interact really well with the fans on a on a personal level as well. Until he overhears some people but, making fun of him, and then he he loses all of his his mojo. Yeah, yeah. Which again, that's one of those things that now is is one of those that I know famously you know, like, like that happened to Shatner. 
<laughs> where he had that like pretty much that exact moment of overhearing that in, in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so no, I, I think I think I'll say spoilers at this point just so we can talk freely. Uh, even though there's, there's nothing specific right now that I want to spoil, I feel like there's not a lot to spoil other than specific jokes. Uh, yeah, because because which... the, the plot, I think you see what the plot's going to be quite quickly. Yeah, definitely. You have to. I mean, so full spoilers, but you know, the moment they mention this, uh, was it the Omega Three or whatever it is this 13. device? I know it's thirteen. The thirteen. Thirteen yeah. seconds is the same as the name. There you go. Uh, and you're like, okay, what's this going to do? As soon as they mention that it turns back time thirteen seconds, you're like, well, I'm waiting for everyone to die, and then Tim yeah. Allen to turn time back so he can fix so, it. That that was a really funny moment. Everyone dies except Sam Rockwell's character. That's a very good point. I was. Right. I, I, I caught that. I was like. He he doesn't get shot. He doesn't get killed in that sequence, which is the only I thought one. was great. Even the whole thing is he's worrying about it the whole time. Yeah, I actually I love at the end when you see that the show's back and you get the new opening titles and it's you know it's in widescreen because at the start of the movie when you see the old one it's all four by three but now box. it's yeah yeah now it's all widescreen and it's got the jazzed up version of the theme and it's introducing all the characters and he just walks out of the end and like points at the camera like that and it's it's like the security chief officer yeah. he's got his nickname was Rock. Yeah, that was the thing. He had a nickname in the middle. It's like he's the only one who had yeah. that. It was, it was just ah, oh, like he's been promoted. How how nice. Yeah, yeah. Go, going through the real adventure, they were like, he's coming with us. Yeah, even Tony Shalhoub's uh, alien girlfriend's on the show now. Which, by the way, I like that she was created as Jane Doe. That was a really yeah, nice little yeah, touch. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Nice little touch. But uh, there's so many inventive little moments that crack me up. Uh, like when they're like, so they all split up and they're trying to save everyone. Like you know, get into the third act. And Tim Allen is going to weave her, or like try to get to the the core of the ship to like you know turn off the bomb that, that has been set up, and they get the, and the, the, you know they set up early on that Justin Long gets one of the communicators, so he's like talking to him, he's like right, you know the ship, you know how to get to these places, so he's he's helping him over the comms, uh, and they get to this this hallway that it's uh, all these like chompers, the the big like just things like closing yeah. in, and like it's like it's, it's basically just this this death room. That has no purpose, but they point it out. So Gunner Weaver's like, "Why is why is there a reason for this in the ship? There's no purpose for this this room to exist." It's like, well, it was on the episode. It's like, I'm going to kill that writer. Like, <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, it's just like, like, that was a shit episode. Yeah, but oh, I think my favorite one though is when they actually like they they disarm the bomb, but it keeps counting down. So they start saying their goodbyes, and like they're almost about to admit that they have feelings for each other, and then they look over, nothing's happened. And it just stopped at one. It's like. It always stops at one on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Also, when they're on the way down there, then they have to go through the air ducts, and she goes, oh, it's always the air ducts. Is that meant to be an alien reference? Because uh... I, I don't think there's anything specific to any of these shows. But I don't, I, like, I've never seen a lot of these shows be a lot with air ducts, but that movie specifically has a lot of it. There's been one or two in Star Trek, at least from what we've seen so far. I think it's but not, more. It's not heavy, is it? I think it's less of an alien. I mean, maybe it could be. I, it feels more like a generic, just general sci-fi reference to me, though. Yeah. Or even just okay. movie reference. Like, how many movies with buildings do we have air duct sneaking around? No, no, it, it's it's true. It is, but uh, obviously, you, you, your mind leaks to you know the, the ones who are saying it. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing actually is uh, when she's called it because she, she keeps repeating what the computer's saying at one point after they've had their first kind of encounter, and. Tommy's like, that is getting really annoyed. He's like, look, I've got one job on this stupid ship and it's silly, but god damn it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she just keeps repeating the computer. It's really, yeah, like, it's full of delightful things like I, that. I did like how no one else could ask the computer anything. They're like, you know, like, they, yeah, they, but, would, they would address the computer. They would say, computer, this, and it would, nothing would happen until she asked it. Yeah. That no, was good. Yeah, just little, little things like, um, 
they're, they're at like the cafeteria and everyone's eating and they've based the diets based on what their characters would like so you know Tim Allen's got a nice big steak, but you get to Alan Rickman because he's meant to be an alien, and it's these like weird scorpion things that he's supposed to be in there, yeah. like actually moving around in this little dirty yeah, little soup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, looks looks hideous to eat. In fact, one of my favorite uh, simple little gags, uh, really simple, and it's all in the reaction. It's basically the first time they got on the bridge, and. Tommy kind of jokes, he's like, oh, t- you know, best of luck to you, Captain. I'd hate to be in your position. And then Tim Allen just looks over and goes, like, take us out. And he's like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> he's like, I gotta fly the ship. Just, his reaction to actually, like, you have to actually take I, the I, ship yeah, out yeah. of the dock uh, just and cracks just me up. scraping along the edge all the way out. Yeah. Well, no, what gets me is, like, everyone else on the bridge is going like this. Just, just you know, trying yeah, to, like, yeah. envision it going, you know, more to the right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you've got Tim Allen doing his, his Shatner pose, you know, the, the one mm. with the arm out on the on the arm. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's all this is. It's just all these these little moments and these these love letters. But like I say, it's got a heart. It's got the whole thing where you actually genuinely care about these aliens because they have no home world to go back to. They're so thankful for all the help that they're they're getting. Um, and they, they try to explain, like, because they're asking, like, does no one on your planet ever do anything? Because they make a little joke where, like, oh, do, like, uh, have you seen all the historical records? And they mention Gilligan's Island. Is like, oh, those 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 poor people, and they all get really sad because as if it really happened. Yeah. And so they try to say, does no one in your planet do anything that's you know pretend? Like, oh, do you mean lie and deceit? Well, we we were never familiar with those terms until until Sarek started doing like these awful things where he says he'll help us and then tries to kill us. So to them, it's just as simple as lying. They don't understand the idea of doing it for entertainment. So, like I said, I, I alluded to this earlier, but that scene later on. When Sarek realizes what they are, is like, no, I'm going to watch this. You tell him what you are and yeah. what you. What, what I it like is. that he's well aware what entertainment is. He sees it and he goes, oh, yeah. oh, you're all actors, <laughs> you poor idiots. Mm. But um, it makes me laugh. No, but his reaction to him saying that he's it's, it's all been a lie is heartbreaking. But yeah, you, know. you just get that 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 noise that they make. Yeah, so they actually become heroes because you know you, again you see that horrific thing where like all the aliens are like suffocating in the room, and that's when yeah. Alan Rickman like, and the one he's kind of befriended dies, and that's when we get his sort of moment of uh, by Grathbar's hammer, I will avenge you. Mm. Yeah, did you see yeah. that? So, uh, n- nice touch with with Alan Rickman is I like how the the headpiece is kind of getting more worn away as it goes on. Yeah, like, I, it's kind I, of coming loose. Yeah, I think early on you start to see the line of where it attaches, but it's all, which makes sense because it's meant to be fake. Uh, but when you get to the end of the movie, he's got like tufts of grey hair like sticking out. Of yeah, yeah, various it's kind parts. of curling up at the front like, of where it's coming loose. Yeah, uh, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a nice little touch. It's, it's, I mean, all of them get kind of more disheveled. You know, by the end of the movie, Tenal's just got a black shirt. He's like, kind of the hero with a black shirt on. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he lost his shirt. Yeah, because the shirt comes off as always. Yeah. I wonder who that's referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that whoever could it be? But it's a nice moment because they think he's going to die, and they, they teleport him up just in time. And he's like, "Ah, see, so you got your shirt off." And but it's kind of like a friendly thing. It's like a you know, as he's going yeah, for a it's hug. like this again. <laughs> yeah, no, this is cool. Thanks. Uh, even the little aliens that end up being scary as shit. So Those things are awesome. Oh, they're help. They're helping the injured one. Oh, how nice! And then they start eating them. I like how they you know, when they, when, they, when they come over to, to Tim Allen, he's lying on the floor. They're like, they, they the aliens or something. Of course, they're like, oh, he looks like a child. What should we do? Hit him with a rock and eat him. 
I li- yeah, I like how we just get subtitles for that one bit. Just, just here's yeah. what the aliens are saying to each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, what's my cat wanting? My cat's looking at me and making noises. Uh, no, so you get a big climax. You get you got everyone helping. They end up crashing into the into the the uh, the convention the convention center. center. Yeah, and they end up coming out of the ship one by one, like they did at the start. But this time they're all like like messed up because they've all just been through this battle they've almost died multiple times and everyone's cheering and Tim Allen finally gets to do his role into like fire on the phaser yeah Uh, because Saris comes out after them yeah Uh, because that that was the thing uh, back on the rock planet because they damage the ship so badly that they have to go and get the uh, I I can't remember what they called it but I'm just going to call it the dilithium crystal yeah (laughs) exactly that's what it is from Star Trek some sort of sphere it was in this but they're talking about their plan, and then Tim Allen starts roll- doing rolls as if he's trying to hide, and everyone else is just walking like, do those rolls help? Like, do, do, do they help like, <laughs> in any way? It's like, yes, they do, in fact. Oh, that was dragging me up. Yeah. He's really into it. He really, you know, he likes being, like, this real. And it's, it's kind of this thing where he's this washed-up actor who only gets to do, like, you know, like, conventions, like, you know, store openings, you know, signings, these kind of things. It's this idea that even though it's real and it's not really what he was doing all that time ago, that he feels alive again because he gets to be this. He gets to feel like yeah. he's the captain of a spaceship again. Only now it's actually literal that it's real. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it's 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 nice, isn't it? It's it's this idea of, no, no, you are washed up in terms of your acting. You, this, this, you, you finished doing this, but have fun with it anyway. It was good while it was there. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's, it's, it's remembering that it actually meant something and it's not just this, this cynical part of yeah. your past yeah so it's actually part of yeah uh... so obviously the, the, the main one that really feels that is, is alan rickman who's like ugh, this again yeah yeah but by the by the end even he's like no okay it, it, it was worth being remembered for which is why i think patrick stewart in the sense that early on he was very bitter but and then he kind of came around and was like okay no it's 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 good and of, of course tim allen learns his lesson at the end like, it, make, it lets them all take a bow with them you know because usually he hogs the spotlight but yeah. at the end he's like no everyone come up we can we can uh, t- take it together. So, um, no, it's it's a very, very entertaining, very light movie. Like I say, there's actually good action sequences. Like all the stuff with flying the ship through the minefields, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, both the first time and the second time, because uh, the second time they deliberately go through it because Tommy just goes off to like practice his flying. He's like, okay, I'm just going to watch the tapes and just see if I can remember what actions yeah. I move, how I move my hands. Yeah, because obviously he just made that up when he was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think Carlin says, yeah, well, the first time when he goes up below, it's like, ah, yeah, put it on screensaver number two. <laughs> actually, it's one of those funny little moments, actually, is they're all following his orders on the planet, and then Alan Rickman just turns around and says, wait a minute, why are we even following you? You're no more qualified to lead us than the extra. No yeah. offence. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. He is right. Like, you know, like... I mean, maybe like one of them has actually has experience in the military. Maybe they should be the one that should be leading leading the team. They have some, is no matter how small it might be, like yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, but, but he just takes it takes the role. Is like no, no, no. Look, we we need someone to be a leader, so I'm going to step up and be the leader. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's, it's that it's that thing where. He clearly loves it. He takes the, the spotlight. At the start of the movie, you see him watching the old... You know, he, he comes across it on the, the TV. He's like flicking through the channels. He says and, his lines along with it, like, just before, just to prove yeah. he, still, he still knows them all. He still, he still got it, yeah. 
Um, but I, I think that's kind of the thing where he's he's eager to get back to his heyday. So he like he's enthusiastic. He's excited about this. He's excited to be on the spaceship. You know, when everyone else comes up, they're all shitting themselves. They're all scared. They're all terrified that they're actually on a spaceship. Whereas he's enthusiastic. He's like, no, let's do this. Let's let's yeah. be the adventurers because we have nothing down there. We have nothing on Earth to go back to. He, so he's excited. Whereas everyone else is terrified. Uh, but by the end of the movie, of course, like they, they, they all kind of are glad they've went through the adventure. They've all still got it. That's basically the. the, the it is, isn't it? Yeah, they've all they've, they've all still got the, got it in them. Yeah. Uh, so so no, uh, I I I would fully recommend it. Obviously, this has been a later discussion. I, I feel like it's naturally bound to be with it being a later movie, but uh, that's not to say that it doesn't have depth because it has plenty of depth. Just in just in a very different way than normally the movie. Yeah, discuss. it's more just the the characters have their depth rather than the plot. Yeah, and they all have the thing. Like obviously, we mentioned Tommy learning to fly. Uh, Rickman actually getting to the point where he takes it seriously and actually wants vengeance. You know, by Grathbar's hammer. Actually, my favorite version of that line is when they're opening the store and he's like, "By Grathbar's hammer, what a savings!" <laughs> I love the way he it's says his it. delivery that yeah. absolutely just. It makes it perfect. That's so good. Also, I love that they're always in costume for these appearances, even though I feel like that never actually happens with the uh, the actual act- actors of these things. That's true, it doesn't. Yeah. It Maybe on the, the rare big ones. Yeah, but I feel like whenever you see them in a, on a, like a panel, they're always just in their own clothes. Like, because that was the thing, even a few years ago when they had the big Avengers one, like, yeah, Tom Hiddleston came out as Loki at the start, but everyone and, else and, sitting at the table and wasn't. That's the thing, I can see most of them, yeah, putting on the outfit. But it's it's putting on the 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 headpiece for Rickman. You know, yeah. Every time he goes out to all these things, it's like yeah. Who's, Jesus, how long does that take? Who is doing? Yeah. That? Who's doing that? Who's doing that for him? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's amazing. I I don't know. We, we never see him without it. Hmm. I know. I don't, I don't have an answer. But no. Uh, it's also it's kind of funny that it, this came at a time when it did because I feel like. At the time, conventions were probably very Star Trek, maybe Star Wars, and a few other things focused. Whereas now we're in like a post sort of nerd world where, every, you know, so many things go to conventions now. Yeah, I think it's kind of more interesting now in that sense of you know just looking at the convention, the way it's kind of treated in the the mainstream culture. Yeah, how it is now it's not an outside thing anymore. Now it's part of the the system. It's part of. Yeah, it's it's expected rather I mean, than just being this this extra i mean look look like companies go to comic-con to announce things now they make a big deal about it they they, they make announcements they, they show sneak peek stuff at them and whatnot yeah. uh like it's a big thing and everything goes uh comic book stuff sci-fi movies uh all sorts of shenanigans a- anything that can get away with it wants to be there basically yeah yeah uh so it's just funny it's also it's weird that this is now 18 years old like that is baffling to me it is it's i just feel like i'm getting old also it was it was 18 years between the the you know where they did the show and their sequel at the end yeah now it's been as as long for us since this movie yeah oh that's scary that's weird isn't it (laughs) that's that's really scary Uh, just just, uh, obviously i can't think the exact dates but was it about 18 years between trek and the movies the show finishing must have been about that oh the original series and the original movie uh but 66, 67, 68 to 79, nah, it was more like 11, 12. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, just over a decade. Yeah, I, I was just like, it's going to be around that sort of area. It was, I knew it was double digits. 
Yeah, not not quite as much. Not uh, as much. But uh, no, nah, because Star Wars came out and was big, so then Paramount went, oh, <laughs> so we, we want to do that. We, we've got Trek. Let's do Trek. Can't blame them. Let's do Trek. So uh, no, uh, the movie's a blast. I, I, I thought if you if you're a fan of sci-fi movies, if you're a fan of Star Trek specifically or anything like that, I think you'll get a blast at this playing with all those tropes and playing with all yeah, the little. I think I think it's fun, even if not, because it has, like mm. you say, it, it it has its own play, justifies its own existence rather than being just a vehicle for the jokes. Oh sure, yeah. But if you're into those things and you know you're aware of those things at least, then you'll get a lot more enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I think at its heart, like we said, it's it's this examination of what these things actually mean to their fans and the imagination and, you know, the the idea that they can actually do good by existing, that they give people an escape of some kind, uh, and the idea that they can actually save the day is a really nice kind of message. Um, And the fact that all the characters in the movie, and meaning the actors playing the the, the, you know, the, 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 it's almost like an inception level thing where you've got the, the actual actors and then they play actors who play characters on a show yeah. within the movie you've got these layers but they all have really good arcs that kind of like stem from uh, those tropes because uh, it's, it's, it's a very very tight script it is, it, it really it, it doesn't overstay its welcome no, no, nice and yeah. to the point Yeah, it, it's it's really well paced as well like in terms of you know when the jokes hit like there's, you never go too long without one but it's not constantly in your face either oh absolutely and i love that sometimes the jokes aren't actually punchline sometimes it's just a simple reaction scenario to something or, yeah. yeah just just the idea of something is 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 a joke in itself because it because of what we know yeah it's them reacting to something that's absurd and be like this is absurd i'm not even saying it just the look in their face but that that's what's the funny part of it uh you understand why they're reacting that way and it it, it, it strikes a chord but uh but no that, that's uh that's galaxy quest hmm before we go, though, let's uh, rate the movie out of 10. Hmm. I give it a solid 8. Very enjoyable. Very solid. But it's rare comedies go above that for me. There's only a handful that ever do. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I think... I think... I'm just debating if I want to go one nudge higher. I'm just that's all I'm debating. I, I, could, I could maybe go up to an 8.5 at yeah. most, but it's, it's definitely in that range. Yeah. There's, only, yeah, there's only a few comedies in existence that I would give a 9 or a 10. There's only a few. Yeah. It's not a genre that I would typically rate higher than this either. Uh, but I, I do think this is kind of, yeah, it's a solid It's up eight. there in the, it's in the, the top tier of comedies for sure, yeah. but it's not like, it's not like the, the very best of, of them either. Yeah, most of my favourite comedies tend to be only half comedy. They tend to be half comedy mixed with something else. And this kind of falls into that category quite yeah, mm. comfortably. So, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, it's all around then from us. It's a blast. I love it. It is. So, uh, by all means, uh, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments. Uh, obviously, this was the winner of the Patreon vote. There's another Patreon vote up for next month. Uh, all throughout the month of December, our patrons at $5 and up can vote on the January vote, which, what was the theme of that? If, oh, it was uh, Future. It was going to, because our, our, our justification for this theme was it's the new year, so you look ahead, so Future. Uh, I do promise, though, the one after that will be not sci-fi. I realise we've had two very sci-fi focused ones back to back, so we'll we'll do something different for the following one. Uh, but the movies are A Boy and His Dog, um, Gattaca, Waterworld, <laughs> and um, Automata. That was the last one. I knew I'd remember them. Yeah. You don't always. Ah, give me time. 
I'll get there. Uh, so th- those are what are up for vote. Also remember the vault. Uh, the, the vault's the thing. We are going to try and do a movie from the vault soon. The vault, of course, is another patron thing where people can vote or not vote. Sorry, can it submit movies? Uh, to a to a to do list is what we are called the vault, and every so yeah. often we'll pick one to actually do in an episode, or we'll put them into a, a vote for I, our patrons. I think it'll be next week that our first vault episode is right. It may be. I wasn't going to promise anything, but yeah, it may be next I, week. I think it should be. Yeah, if, if I'm remembering the schedule. So uh, no, that's something else to look at. And everyone can look at the list, though. Everyone, whether you're a patron or not, you can actually click on the link in the description and look at the list and see what's actually currently on there. Uh, but that is that is uh, that is it. so. Uh, otherwise, you know, get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz. Like I said, Patreon. That's uh, Patreon.com/slash/mailfuzz.tv. If you want to support the show and support the channel and everything we do here, and get a few bonuses and voting rates and all that kind of thing, I'm hitting my mic. How unprofessional! You're very animated, aren't you? I am. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or not listening. We always appreciate it. We love you loads. Keep watching movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.